0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and T.C. on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Alright everybody, uh, we roll till 3 o'clock. Trent and Wolfgang will finish up here uh, at about uh, 2.20 or so. I'm going to make a run for the pool. To the pool? Yeah. Yeah. You going to be sipping on a pina colada? Well, you can't have them there. They shut it down? Yeah. You can't have them. That's what a, kind of pool you go to, Just Brinson? a public pool. Oh. Yeah. Public pool. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, with your I'm not good enough wealth. like you.
0: I don't have a pool in my backyard like you do. I do. It's about five. No, no, it's, it's a circle. I, yes, it is. Yes. don't about four by deep, four. Two feet deep? No, no. Not the foot and a half. Shit. Foot no. deep? No, no. I mean, Six, seven inches? Eight inches deep. Eight inches eight. deep? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm That's gonna, what we have. I'm going to go swim some laps. There will be no lap swinging in, my, <laughs> in your what pool. you call a pool. <laughs> hey, um, the
1: public pool. The public pool. W- where can people see Jim Brinson? Which I'm public? I'm not going to tell you which one I'm going to. I here.
0: know which one you're going to. Okay. I could say it. In fact, I think I have an idea. Where am I going?
1: And just go look for the old man shuffling around there. Checking out the ladies in bikinis.
0: That'll be Jimmy I'm on the thong alert. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness gracious. Hey, a couple news and notes. Yes, I've got a couple as well.
1: Things we didn't get to. uh, We're having our Friday fun with baseball movies today. Uh, A couple more things on that. But uh, we forgot to mention it yesterday. Iowa basketball, their uh, exempt tournament they're going to be playing in this year. Mm -hmm. Down in the Cayman Islands. Yes. Jim and I still trying to figure out trying, a way yes, to, we are. Uh, to make that work. Probably not going to happen. But yeah, you never know. We'll keep uh we'll keep begging and see if we can do something there. But uh the bracket was released for that. So I was on the top half. They open up with Louisiana. Okay. Louisiana Lafayette, I think, is how most people know them. The Raging Cajuns. The Raging
0: Cages.
1: yeah. Bottom half of the bracket is Cincinnati. Those are the two most well known teams. But uh possibility in round two. They might see South Dakota State mm. and Mike Dom.
0: That's it. Mike Dom. And that, and that dude can play. Yes. Yeah.
1: He can fill it up in a big way. So, pretty fun there. But one of the uh, websites that I follow this guy does basically everything college sports TV, anything that you can imagine. Okay. You know, he knows all the contracts for different things. Sure. Uh, but he's still trying to figure out exactly where this thing is going to be played. You know, on TV, if you will. Oh, okay. It'll be played in the Cayman Islands, yes. we know that. But in terms of television, what's going to happen? And still, there was no announcement when they released the bracket. So something to keep an eye on. Or might have to go old school and actually listen to the thing on the radio. Ooh. Yeah. No TV. That's not Anymore. Good. I mean, we're so used to... Every game, you're used uh, to seeing it. And yeah. especially for Iowa and Iowa State. Yes, you're so yeah. used to it anymore. And when they play in one of these exempt tournaments, uh, something funky happens, whatever it is... You can't see it? People freak out. Mm-hmm. That might be the case. Just be prepared, or just go down to the Cayman Islands and watch it in person. That'd be a better way to well, do it. Well, we're hoping we can get a ride. That's,
0: <laughs> that's what we're hoping. Well, need more than a ride. <laughs> a ride will only get you so far, Jimmy B. <laughs> and you need a boat. My uh, my number one thing for the weekend is the Iowa Barnstormers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Playing tomorrow night against uh, Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Both teams have only two losses, and Iowa needs to win to guarantee a spot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think they've been in the playoffs for years. I know when I did their games for the three years, they did not make the playoffs. And so they, the stench of Jimmy B is still on I don't think the oh. stench was still there. I think they, they struggled <laughs> even before really? I arrived, trust me. <laughs> They were having hard times. They
1: made the playoffs when I called their games. Just, just, saying. just saying. I'm just saying. Okay.
0: All right. Tell me, Brinson. Okay. Stent you Jimmy. It B. was probably me. Blame it on me. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go tomorrow night. You are. Yeah. Get a head down there. Get a head down. Yeah. VIP. Well,
1: you don't know. Uh huh. Uh huh. You've made your phone calls already. I have you will have a lazy boy sitting there for you, put your feet up, <laughs> seven and seven sitting in the uh, cup
0: holder for you. Uh, Garcon, will you uh, bring me <laughs> a seven and seven, please? So that's uh, what you're excited about. We're both going to watch U.S. Open. We are, we are, we are going to watch golf. That's yes. a no-brainer. Yes. That'll be up there. You will probably watch more baseball than me.
1: I'm going to watch a lot of baseball this weekend. Okay. Big weekend, I can really feel, at least from my perspective, I understand this isn't other people. If you're not a Twins fan, you don't care, really. Uh-huh. But it feels like it's not do or die. It's June. I, I get it. But it's a big series but coming up. But it's a up. big series. Yeah. You got four games over three days. You're at home. Cleveland still hasn't gone very well. It just it has that feeling. It's one of those baseball series that kind of get the juices flowing, at least for me as a Twins fan. So I'll be watching that a lot this weekend. The Cubs are in Pittsburgh this weekend. It's all right. Uh, St. Louis is in Baltimore, and uh, my mom and stepdad are out there. Okay, along with my sister and her husband. Okay, and their family, so they're going to be at the game. I believe tomorrow they're going to the Cardinals game at Camden Yards. Jimmy B, you been to Camden Yards? I haven't? have many times. How awesome
0: is it? I mean, you just hear. What do you mean? How great that ballpark! Oh, it's is. a terrific ballpark. Yeah, it's uh it, it's a it's a ballpark that. When you walk in, even though it's new in the last what fifteen years, it still kind of gives you that old ballpark feel. It's a older than that now. It's over
1: twenty years old. Is it now. really? I think ninety five is when it opened. Wow. Ninety six, yeah. Wow. Isn't that
0: crazy? That's nuts. I didn't realize that it was like that. That's crazy. Camden Yards, when did it open? Open, oh,
1: it's even older than I, 25 years old. Wow. Opened in nineteen ninety. Still looks the
0: same to me when it opened. It's a beaut. There is no doubt about that. They ah. still got Boog Powell's Barbecue out in right Field. <laughs> That's where you like to go? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's great. 25 years old. Beautiful ballpark. Place I have not been. East Coast uh, ballparks in general I haven't been to. Uh-huh. That's, I got to
0: hit one of those trips where you hit, like... Why are you not viruses. doing that? I thought that that was something that wow. was on your... Oh, let's see, you got a wife and kid. Yeah, that, that's a part of it. That changes everything. I work in radio, remember? I yeah, mean, that's Come true. on, come on. Oh, that's right. a big factor. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah. yes. Can't just drop everything and head out for a couple of weeks and check out baseball games. Oh, I'd love to do it. Uh, that might be something down the line. No, uh, So we're back to our baseball couple of notes, Jimmy B., you got something on Twitter from somebody asking about what we were uh, hitting when we were talking about our baseball movies
0: yes. today. Yeah, Joe, Joe sent in, and he listens to the show a lot. We always appreciate people that listen, because uh, I never do. Do you listen to our show? Yeah, I'm here every day. You don't listen to me. That's the frustrating part. Is that that why it sounds goofy sometimes? Yes, because I ask you something, or you just repeat what I just said. Oh, okay. Uh, Try to do better. Okay. Joe uh, sent in his tweet. He said, uh, just got the tail in. Did you guys mention the Sandlot? Oh, yeah. Very high on my list. Yes. So here is, once again, my top
1: ten baseball movies. Number one, Bad News Bears. Yes. Major League. The Sandlot's at three. Field of Dreams, The Natural, Little Big League, because the Twins are in it. Rookie of the Year, muddy Ball, League of Their Own, Fever Pitch.
0: Interesting. Last, Bull Durham. Sucks. You can't it, No, it, it doesn't it's suck. It's a bad movie. Will you just stop it's it? It's a bad baseball movie. It is movie. not a bad movie. Bad baseball movie. What's bad about it? When he, be- <sighs> when he beans the mascot. There are What's two what? mildly
1: amusing moments. That is one of them. Tim Robbins can't throw. He looks like you out there trying to throw left-handed. So what's? it doesn't matter that he can't throw. It makes absolutely no sense, the premise of it. A guy, first of all, oh, he struck out 18 and walked 18. You know how many pitches it would take to walk 18 and strike out 18? Trent, knock, knock. It's a movie. A terrible baseball movie. It's a movie. Then this guy that starts off 0 and six and all of a sudden he, he gets this hoor and then he gets that, that, that all of a sudden well, changes he, things around. Then he wears women's underwear. He he wins, I don't know, four or five starts. And he goes from being a single A pitcher and getting called up to the major
0: leagues. Yes. That doesn't happen. Yes. This is all garbage. It's a garbage baseball oh movie. Oh my god. It's terrible. It's Jim. a freaking movie. It's, right. It's a it's a story, love story combined with the last days of a minor league catcher who went to the show. And it's a it's a movie that is fun. It has interesting twists and turns to it. Did you like the part where they went through the fence and turned the sprinklers on and went sliding in the infield, yeah. in the mud? Yeah. yeah, but guys do that. I did right. that. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. So why didn't you find that fun and it? Didn't it bring back memories? Or do you, like, hate your childhood?
1: No. A, these are things that I did afterwards because I'm not old like you. Jeez. This movie came God. out when I was eight years old. Susan Sarandon's gross. That's another part. She's not good looking.
0: <laughs> I never said that she was yeah, good were, looking. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, I, I said the, the goods uh, popping uh, out and th- you were getting all goods, excited the over The goods there. pop out. And it wasn't good. Was, Call them the
1: bad. Not bad. <laughs> we got a different definition of that. I just don't like the movie. I don't. I don't think it's a good baseball movie. There are so many better baseball movies than Bull Durham. Completely overrated. It's a pile of crap in terms of a baseball movie.
0: I don't get it. I, I know. I know. I, I don't get it. You never saw Fear Strikes Out Jimmy Pearsall's story. You no. didn't see that. Nope. Pride of the Yankees, you did see. Seen it? Yep. Never saw Bingo Long in his traveling all-stars. <laughs> Didn't see that one. Okay. The name uh, continues to get me.
1: There's one more on Twitter here. Let me find it. Oh, okay. It. One more on Twitter as I'm going through, scrolling.
0: Well, um, do it fast. Uh, oh, Eight
1: Man Out. Oh, Eight men Out, yes. Yeah, that comes from Jim. That was a good one there. Yes, it was. And uh, Wheels also said that for love of the game, which we talked about earlier, Yes, he cried for that he one. He cried for love of the game? I could see that. I uh I well up a time or two with movies.
0: There might have been a a tickle in my throat. I'd have been well, I a little cried. Dust in I cried eye. when Bambi died. Well, wow. I cried when Old Yeller died. Of course, who didn't? But I didn't cry in a baseball movie. There's no crying in baseball. Of course you
1: were 40 when those
0: movies came out. <laughs> Jeez we got Wolfgang
1: coming in here on the other side. We'll talk with him. We'll, we'll talk a little baseball movies with Wolfgang. We'll see what he's got to say. And uh, a lot on the primetime league. The rosters are out. We'll talk some Hawkeye hoops with Wolfgang coming up on the other side. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. 1700
0: KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
1: Trust. Quality. Value.
0: Attention, golfers! Kinley Golf's tent sale is going on now! This is Kinley Golf's biggest event of the year with their lowest prices of the year. Save on golf bags, golf shoes, golf clubs, and golf accessories. Kinley carries the best brands, too. Ping, TaylorMade, Cobra, Callaway, and FootJoy, and a full-service repair shop. It's Kinley Golf's tent sale this weekend, and it's the perfect time to pick up some great gifts for Father's Day. Kinley Golf, across from the airport on Fleur Drive. Kinley Golf, a trusted resource for Central Iowa golfers since 1955. Tom's Auto Sales. What
1: sets us apart from all the other car dealerships in Des Moines is that we're the largest independent in Iowa. We sell more cars than any other independent in Iowa. And the reason we do is because we have cars from 5000 to 20000 At that price range, no one compares to us. If you're looking for a used car and you don't shop at Tom's Auto Sales, you are making a big mistake.
2: Tom's thought would see Hey, your new to you ride is here. At Tom's Auto Sales, you'll find great prices and the best selection of quality used vehicles around. And as Iowa's largest independent used car dealer, we can offer vehicles in the five dollars to $6,000 range. Four to 500 cars, trucks, and SUVs in stock. That's Tom's Auto Sales. Three locations just off 235 on East University Avenue, and one location just south of 8035 on Merle Hay Road. Check us out at Tom'sAutoGroup.com. That's Tom'sAutoGroup.com. Tom's Auto Sales!
1: Father's Day is coming up, and Lowe's has your gift list covered during our Deals for Dad event. Help him tackle his to-do list with a DeWalt 20-volt drill, now for just $99. That's a $50 savings. Plus, for two days only, June 16th and 17th, save even more. And get 10% off when you use your Lowe's Advantage credit card. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Drill offer valid 614 through 621. While supplies last, excludes Lowe's Visa Rewards card holder. Subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusion supplies, see store, Lowe's.com for details. U.S. only.
2: Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm calling about your car, the 2005 with the for sale sign in the window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's selling a car the old-fashioned way, man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I still have a VCR, so dude, I get it. You know. This is the only way I've ever bought
0: my car. Yeah, so, totally,
2: I mean, totally, man. You're selling a car from 2005 like it's still 2005. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's 2017. We could use an app like LetGo, but um, yeah, whatever. It's time to snap, post, chat, and sell. It's time
0: to let go. Order!
2: TV one hundred dollars for internet equipment non-return other facing conditions apply. Call for details.
0: Offer ends Hey, it's Jimmy B and TC for Draft House Fifty on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty seven big screen TVs for great viewing of any game: football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis. You name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it even cricket. you soon back to the wolf construction roofing studio sponsored by all right we're
1: back here and we got wolf gang with us always good talking uh, sports with wolf gang the hot summer months going on he joins us here on the draft house 50 hotline Wolfgang, what's going on in your world
2: not much not much um looking forward to talking a little ptl here and then some other stuff that we got in mind uh during the summer it's a little difficult but we don't seem to have problems so um I'm always a little worried coming on going, what the heck are we going to talk about? And it, it flows perfectly, it does. in my mind anyway. So.
1: Well, uh, we found out the other night the rosters are set for the Prime Time League, also the Capital City League uh, here in Du Bois. And they kicked off their summer with the opening games last night. Mariel Shayok, the sit-out transfer from Virginia, big game. Michael Jacobson had like 25 rebounds in his oh, ball game. So uh, the two guys that won't be eligible to play put up some big performances and a lot of big ones. I've noticed looking just at box scores, and, and I've been to both of these events a multitude of times throughout the years, Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. But we all joke: there's no defense being played, and there isn't. I mean, defense that'll crank up the last couple of minutes, you know, of a half and of the of the ball game, but. You're letting guys kind of do their thing out there on the other end. It's, it's much like an all-star game. But the Capital City League, you see some ridiculous numbers. There's big numbers in the PTL. The Capital City League, though, takes it to another level.
2: So you think I should head down? I do want to head down there. I'm going to head down there, and I promise you that I will head down there because I want to see what it's all about. Because I've been at the PTL a number of times. I'm interested to see uh, the talents on both, you know, comparing both. What if we had an all-star, uh, you know, PTL and our all-star here in, uh, in West Des Moines? Whose team would win? You know, mm. would, would that be kind of fun? Is that possible to even do with, uh, NPA regulations? You know, put an all-star team with Bear and, and Cook and then would that, oh, wouldn't that be fun?
1: It would be fun. It is illegal though. Because yes, you, of
2: course it is. Yes, of if, course it
1: is. If you have, if you play a summer league, you have to be within, I want to say it's something like you have to be within, 75 miles, maybe 100 miles of of the uh, campus that you're playing in that summer league, something along those lines. So that would not be possible. And,
2: uh, well, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun, though, I but, think.
1: But think of, especially this year with, uh, well, Drake, you'd get Reed Timmer out there, but then it's basically Iowa State guys. But you combine Iowa and you and I together, what kind of superstar, all star team they would have? Holy cow.
2: Yeah, am I going to ask you, uh, because we just figured out—I just figured out—ten minutes ago we were going to do this. So, Wyatt Lowhaus, I don't consider a really—I don't know if it's just when I watch
0: him—that
2: mm-hmm. great of a player. And you know, you and I uh, looking up some stats on him—he led the damn PTL last year in scoring and was co-MVP with Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't consider him that type of player. What, and I didn't look up the stats. You told me, and I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot here. No, 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 no problem. What, what kind of game does he have? I mean, what were his stats last year? Why, loss for you and I?
1: Well, he didn't play very much last year. In fact, he had a medical red shirt last year. He that, got, would,
2: that would explain it.
1: Yep. He had an injury last year. I want to say he played. Oh man, it had to be five, six games, something along those lines at the most. And, and then his season was over with the ankle injury. Yeah, I, I think the expectation level for him and they're going to need him in a big way with the loss of Morgan. He's a guy his freshman year, sophomore year averaged, you know, four and a half, five points a game right in that range. They need to get him averaging probably double digits this year. You know, that's, that's going to have to be the expectation level for him. And that's going to help you and I along in a in a long ways if they can get some scoring punch out of him because up front for the first time you and I has two really good guys I think Bennett Cook six so, foot eleven yeah. you know we've seen him have spurts and was a lot more consistent in the back half of and, last season and he,
2: yeah he ended well right he, he like totally came on big time so that's what you and I fans are hoping. Uh, he takes the next level this year, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cook, you know, looking at the numbers for him, I'm bringing up his game log right now when uh, his game really started to ascend. Uh, going to, oh, let's see here. We're about last 12 games or so of the year. He put up 21, yeah. 21, 12, 17, 16, 7, 14, 12, oh. 14, 18, 9, 16, 8, 15. So that's what that's he cute. did. I mean... He did play really, really well down the stretch. Some big rebounding totals in there. So you got that. You got Clint Carlson, who's a, a stretch four, if you will.
2: Yep, I remember him. Yep.
1: This team, with no Wichita, I don't know if they're going to be the favorite in the MVC, but, but if Wyatt Lowhouse can do that, can become a guy that averages, say, between 10 and 12 a game, those freshmen that played last year in the backcourt, now sophomores, I, I think this UNI team's going to be better than maybe some people think coming into the year.
2: And it's one of those things, Trent, where, you know, I can't watch all UNI games. But when I do, I wasn't impressed with him. But then you look at the overall stats. He obviously had good games along the way that I didn't see. So that's, you know, that's what I get mad with the NBA people. There's 82 games, and you watch four of them, and you make these conclusions and draw it out. You know, no, maybe White White Hoss is a very good player that I just hasn't shown up when I've watched him. I root for him because of his dad, obviously. Sure. Uh, former Hawkeyes. So, and I root for him. Um, but we'll see. I, I, like I said, 25.3 points per game last year led the PTL. Jeremy Morgan was second at 23.7, and then Isaiah Moss. How about that, yeah? What if he, ooh, what if he does something this year?
1: That's, uh, going to be needed. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They need that guy because there just isn't a ton of depth in that backcourt for the Hawkeyes. They're really going to need that in a big way. So uh, did you take a peek at the rosters? Anything jump off the
2: page to you? Real quick, yes, I did. I I haven't had a huge amount of time. I'm going to go with guys, and you said, and this tees me off, to be honest with you, about that you say they don't play defense, and I totally agree with you. Um, Play defense. Work on that. Work on playing with a new group of people. Using your mind and using your basketball IQ to play defense. I that's what I want to see. I don't want to see some all star game. I want to see guys working on their craft and what they need to do. Guys were were. Uh, I'm known as the. I think as you know as the blockout Yes. Jerk that yes. just brings it up all the time, and I know that I bring it up too much, so I quit bringing it up. And people keep texting to me, and they're not or not texting me, but uh, tweeting me, and they're actually not being. They're not mocking me. They totally agree with me. And I told you a number of months ago that I want you, you have many more connections in the high school community. I would love for you to have a dinner or a beer or a pop with a high school coach and you tell me what the new philosophy is I'm blocking out. I'd love to see that. I want to see that. And we need to see defense. What's this we don't need to see some rec league BS, okay? That is fun too. It is fun. But I want to see this team get better. I want to see that you are making your free throws, you know, uh, Cook. Okay? I want to – and even though I think you both and I agree, shooting free throws in a PTL league game versus when people are yelling at you and calling you stupid and bald and an and idiot is much harder. But it's easy for me to see when Cook shoots free throws, if the ball is in his hands – I don't even look at the basket – I look to see where the ball is in his hands and his follow-through. And, I, and I'm i not saying every time. You can tell it's going in. Mm-hmm. But you can. So I want to see that. And if he's gotten a harder core mind frame in terms of that, you can't obviously extrapolate that to regular season games. You just can't because there's so many guys that you hear over and over again, Trent, Oh, he hits him in, he hits him in practice. Yes. yes. It, you know, they say Dwight Howard hits him in practice. Really? Shoots 40-some percent from the free throw line. I mean, mm-hmm. then that's something mental, man. And, and, and I think that's where the game is going next with, with mental, um, psychology. It, it's gotten there with the Dallas Mavericks and other teams like that. Um, but I think that's where it's going next because it, sports is mental. Almost everything is mental, Trent.
1: It is. No, no, it's a good point. And, uh, you know, Wolfgang, with that being said, you know, what what is going to be the next step of it? You know, we've heard so much about training regimens. We've heard about rest. And not just rest, as in, you know, putting your feet up for a while, but sleep and napping before games and things like that. And that's become a huge part, especially in the NBA. But you get into that mental component. And there's been. What's the first time we started to hear about sports psychologists? Do you remember? I mean, it seems like. I really remember it happening The Illinois
2: kid. Who was the Illinois kid that missed those free throws and then he was a good free throw shooter, missed him in the playoffs for Orlando Magic, and then couldn't hit a free throw the rest of his career and he was in the forties.
1: Nick Anderson.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: Nick Anderson. That's that's a good one. I remember that happening. Uh I don't know if that was before or after Chuck Knoblock. But oh, yeah. you know, that that was something that was happening.
2: Yeah, who's the pitcher for the Braves? That ended up ended up being an outfielder and everything because he couldn't even get it across the plate. He was a great pitch, pretty damn good pitcher. You, I mean, you can speak to that better than I can. Ricky but he ended Anfield? up going, yeah, Rick Ankeel. I think they're going to do a uh, thirty for thirty, or there's a book out on him, and I actually want to read that. I'm very interested in 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 that type of mental stuff, the mental warfare, or whatever you you want to call it. I love that stuff, and I love guys that can overcome that stuff because I I have some of that stuff. We all. In certain aspects of our life, are like down on ourselves. Who can suck it up and get her done? You know what I mean. Amen. And I, I would, I respect guys like that. And that had a good. The Rick and Keel had a good ending, right? Yeah, because he, because he went from pitcher to outfielder and then was a pretty good hitter. Am I right?
1: Yes, he was. Yeah, he he turned himself into a player. And just to think of doing that, pretty crazy. Pretty it crazy. That uh, able to do that and uh, absolutely
2: sorry, sorry to go off, off no, no, no. There, but yeah
1: no no problem at all we'll bring it back we'll bring it back here, so I don't think there's any doubt. the best roster when you're talking pretty much strictly you and I, Iowa guys we don 't know yeah. you know some high school kid or you know some guy that plays at a community college, a lot of the other locals that come back, how good these guys are, but I think uh, team number two, the Culvers team, that's the best yeah. Nicholas Bear, Isaiah Moss. Bennett Cook and the Taiwan Picker, Pickford kid. I don't know how many minutes he's going to have. You and I are going to be pretty deep there at the guard position, but I've talked to a few people up in Minneapolis where he's from. I think you and I got an absolute steal out of this Pickford kid. So I, I think that team, far and away, would be my number
2: one team. Okay. Now, does point guard matter in this league? I mean, does it even matter at all or Guards whoever matter. brings it up?
1: Guards matter. Uh, you okay. You got to have guards. You have to have it. Might not necessarily point guard, but a guy that can at least handle it a little bit. Sure.
2: Okay. So who are we looking at here? That's going to be uh, handling the ball the most?
1: Uh, uh, team number
2: two, Culver's. I don't know if you have it in front of you. I do. I have it in front of me. But yeah, yeah I don't. Um, who who's going to be the guy that's going to be setting up the offense? Or is this? I mean, just Tywon running Pitford, guns. Up?
1: The kid I just talked about, Taiwan. Okay, Pitford. so
2: that's the guy. Okay, and
1: AJ and he- Green, uh, Wolfgang. I don't know if you know about AJ Green, but his dad is an assistant at UNI. A lot of people think because of that he's just going to go to UNI. But this is a kid getting ready for his senior year that's a top 100 player nationally. He has offers from not just you know the regional interest, but he's starting to pick up steam. He's picked up an Iowa State offer. And th- there's some people out there that will tell you that maybe, possibly, he would be willing to go away from where dad is. Willing to go away. A four-star kid. Ranked number 90 right now. He's got offers from Clemson, Minnesota, Nebraska,
2: Wisconsin, starting
1: to speak around a little bit here. Something to keep an eye
2: on. Now you got my blood boiling boiling right now. Okay. I'm a dad. You're a dad. Mm -hmm. If my son was a top 100 recruit and I was an assistant coach at somewhere and he didn't come to play for me, let me tell you something. You're probably different. You're probably like, let, let him, you know, let him spread his wings. Let him go out there. No, no. Dude, you are my son, man. You are my son. I got the best interest in you. Nobody is going to have a better interest in you than I do. I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for the team. I'm looking out for everybody. I've brought you up. This community has brought you up. You go to UNI. (laughs) And Jax would say, yes, Dad.
1: Jax would say, get out of my face, old man.
2: (laughs) I'm going to Iowa State. What do you think of that, Pops? Oh, my. Are you serious? He would go to Iowa State over UNI. You yeah. have to be kidding
1: me. No, I
2: for him... and I has beaten Iowa State how many times?
1: Right, right. No, I would guess, and and this is the offer that still hasn't come. I, I think Minnesota might be intriguing, but I think if Wisconsin would come calling with the success that they have had, I think that might be one that even pique his interest a little bit more. Hey, he's still got this summer. You know, the evaluation period's coming up here. You might see some more offers. This is a kid already with offers, you know, from not just... Nebraska, Minnesota, you and I, but also Clemson. You know, when ACC schools start sniffing around, those offers can really pile up in a big way. I love AJ Green's game too, so he's the other guard on that Culver's team to go along with Isaiah Moss that can handle a little bit. I think that team's going to be incredibly good.
2: Yeah, that family re- reunion will not be well. Not be good if he ends up going to <laughs> Iowa State, an in-state institution where his dad is not. If he goes to Wisconsin, I kind of get it. If yeah, yeah. they've got a new coach, just oh. This is his second year, right? Um, we don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he's been with, obviously, Bo Ryan for a long time. He's a good coach. We don't know if he can recruit and get the players that Bo Ryan has been doing forever. That guy's just sick. He was a sick coach. Unbelievable. I know people hated him. Yep. I liked him at first. I thought he had a good sense of humor, and then I just like, I'm starting to hate this guy. But uh, interesting. Interesting what you say. But, man, I'll tell you, if my son ended up going Instead of Iowa to Iowa State or UNI, or, I, I, let me, that would not go over well. Uh, Makes uh, me a bad parent. Makes me a bad parent not letting them spread their wings, right? Uh, I know. I know it does. Let's
1: let's hope it happens just for the fact that A, it would be hilarious, and B, that means you're not having to pay for college, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a double bonus. Oh. <laughs> double bonus. Uh, all right. What other right. team do you like here, Wolfgang of the Primetime League?
2: But it's funny. Let me tell you a quick why I like two is because of uh, the Culver's team, Nicholas Bear, yeah. because he will bring it every freaking game, and that's what you're talking about. They don't all bring it every game. You're going to tell me Nicholas Bear is not going to play defense and not going to block out um, in a primetime league game. Yes, he is. That's why we love him. He's got that chip on his shoulder as a walk-on. That's what he'll do. Isaiah Moss, what if he can be the scorer that we? he's got the potential to be? Do we think he's going to be that? I'm not sure. And I'll let you go off on that in a second. I don't know if he's going to be that, but he does have the potential to be that, Isaiah Moss does. And then Cook there, and then you're bringing up these other guys. So I got team number two, Culver's, with Nicholas Bear as the captain, and that's why I like them. Um, let's go to the other teams. Uh, you got Jordan Bohannon, who we have learned to love, right? Yeah. Okay, Kreener, who
1: I, Creener. Who? Yep.
2: Yeah, and Creener, I really like, and I told you that. And unfortunately, he's he's just getting over recruited, and I think he has talent. I think he has good hands. I think he has a good shot, and even in a good in between shot, um, and he rebounds his bleep off. As as I've said a number of times, he led the Iowa basketball team in practice and rebounds. So I don't know what else this guy can do to get playing time, but he's probably not with with some of these other guys coming in. Um, You have to look at Wyatt Lohas' team, right? He's the MVP last year. Yep. Most points. Why not look at Wyatt Lohas' team? Then he's got Luke Garza. you got a big man down low he can throw to. Um, Mishan Daly is a guy, two things I'm looking at. Obviously, I'm looking at defensive rebounding. Let's just throw that aside. Christian Williams and Mishan Daly. I would love it if Mishon Daly got it. and Because I saw some of his high school tape, and I kind of liked him. I'm not saying he was great or anything, but I kind of liked him. I'm looking to see what kind of step forward he's taken. And, again, this is the PTL, the primetime league, you know, am- you know, amateur basketball. They even get a high school guys playing in there. But I would love to see Mishon Daly and see what he does. Um, I don't know if you have any faith in him or not. Uh, yes or no?
1: Uh, I am not quite as bullish on, it's Macy Daly, by the way.
2: Macy Daly, I'm sorry. Macy Daly.
1: I, I, I'm not as bullish. I can understand the hope. You know, he's got decent handles for a long kid, 6'6". Six, six. In a way, at least when you look at the size, the frame, kind of like a young Roy Devin Marble, certainly not as far along developmentally as a Roy Dev was coming in, but same kind of body type that can handle it a little bit with the size, lanky you know those kind of things he's another guy though that that could be an important piece here if christian williams if what we've talked about throughout this offseason if he hasn't taken that step forward and he's not able to be an adequate backup maybe that's where he look next because remember last year when there was the injury to christian williams you remember who the backup point guard was for iowa last year do you remember wolfgang
2: Backup point for for Iowa, yes, the uh, white guy from uh, Wisconsin, right? Yes,
1: Brady Ellingson, and he had yeah. to run the point. You're not going to get away from away with that very often. So maybe Maisie Daly is that kind of guy. I, I I'm concerned. I, I don't know if he is going to be a guy that's going to be able to turn that corner. I would bet on the negative side of it. But hey, we all pick it, guys. It, then that's your guy, Maisie Daly. Yeah,
2: is that not a clocking point though? I oh, mean, yeah, wouldn't that yeah. be week i mean Mm -hmm. seriously let's just say he just looks like a pimp i'm gonna go down there for two games and let's just say we see confidence in him and he's looking like a stud yep i mean that was his first year let's see second year you're gonna make a lot of growth it's so crazy you remember going to college your first year Mm -hmm. it was crazy making new friends missing your mom and dad your sister and your brother you know being in a different you having to do your laundry you know all sorts of having to do your schedule and be responsible it's just weird Okay, so give the guy a – I'm not going to throw this guy's career away because he didn't do much his first year. I'm going to give him a chance. He's going to feel more comfortable in the system. Um, And that's – in any sport, any sport, Trent, you you learn a system. You're learning it. You're learning it. You're thinking too much. Now he's not going to have to think as much, which is interesting. I'm – man, I would love it if he was the guy that just broke out. Or Christian Williams, like I said. One of them has to break out. That is the talking point, in my opinion, of the season because, obviously, we're probably not going to see defense other than Bear or Hustle and other than Bear. Um, But that's what I'm looking at. I think that is the huge thing for this season, if one of these guys can break out. And, again, the popcorn isn't popping. The ice cream cones aren't you know, being served. um, People aren't yelling cuss words at you. But it's going to be interesting to see just what kind of game he has.
1: All right. One more, one more, and it is the great unknown. As Luca Garza, you mentioned, he'll be coming in. He'll be playing on the team with Wyatt Lowhouse and Macy Daly. But we kind of know Luca Garza. He's a big dude. He's going to patrol the middle. He is what he is.
2: But 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 I read an article where they acted like he was just, you know, just a a low post guy. He actually can shoot a little bit outside. Well, here you don't agree with that.
1: Here's the thing. You know who could shoot it from the outside, in fact, shot better than, uh, than we saw Adeluka Garza in high school? Michael Jacobson. But he got to college, and it's a different ballgame. So, yeah,
2: I, I agree.
1: Until I see it, especially from the big guys, I think it's a little bit more wait and see, especially for a guy that doesn't have a ton of attempts. Garza's shot from out there and has knocked down some threes, but it's not a big part of his repartee.
2: But it's for the most not, part, but, but it could be a good thing. And I, I told you this is... I'm reading way too much into this, and you tell me, you just bash me and take me down. I saw him in numerous interviews, and the guy is confident. Mm -hmm. And I'm sick of guys that aren't confident. I told you that. I like guys with swagger. I'm not saying he has swagger, but he has confidence. And when he's talking to these adult reporters, you know, these 30 something reporters, he's looking him in the eye. He's telling them, you know what, I can't jump that high, but I've worked on my game. I've worked on my positioning. I've worked on my hit, you know, all this stuff. And he just looks confident to me. I could be wrong. You get to college and everything is different. It may take him a year or two. I get that. But I do like just, and you can't translate that to basketball. I understand that. Some great basketball players aren't good in interviews and look nervous. But he did not look nervous. He was comfortable talking about his game, comfortable talking about his weaknesses. Trent, that's big to me.
1: Speaking of that, I was uh, doing some research on him Oh, it was a little while back, and uh, probably two weeks back. And I happened across a message board, a Georgetown message board, that was talking about his recruitment. It kind of went through from early on, uh, back when he was, I think, before his junior year, after his sophomore season. Uh, there were a couple of people that said, eh, probably not Georgetown level. And then it continued on, and then he finally got the offer. And then when I would beat him up for him, uh, some of the excuses that were made. But there's a group of people that saw him play a lot in <laughs> high school that, that were, A, incredibly surprised that Georgetown didn't get him and that they weren't in on him earlier. And secondly, that I was able to get him to think he is going to be a really good player. And I think he is too. Now, where the minutes going to come early in his career? That's a good question. And that's a question for him. That's a question for the other guy in Jack Nunji, who uh, was a first-round draft pick. Which is crazy yes. in its own right. Was it
2: four? Number four, I think.
1: Uh, I think number five. I think it went number Cook, five. Bear Bohannon, Low House. There you go. There you go. Yep. A first round draft pick. This is you know Bill Simmons. I think you're a Bill Simmons fan, like I am, right?
2: Love Bill Simmons. Yes, but love um, him. very creative dude. I you just quick think aside, that's outside the box.
1: Quick aside, guy. his love affair with Kevin Durant though needs to stop. He uh, did a podcast <laughs> again with him the other day after the championship. It was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. I I'm that uh painted Bill Simmons for me for the first time in a negative light. I, I've All right. I've I always been a defender. That. It's he's too friendly with him and then it just wasn't yes. it, regardless of that. That, Bet- that happens.
2: You know, Trent, that happens. It
1: does. It does. You get too close to people, it happens. I get it. I get it. I just don't like it. But Jack Nungee, that's what we're here to talk about. Nungy is, in your estimation, Wolfgang what for the, two th- sight unseen, we haven't seen him play yet, for the 2017-2018 Hawkeyes, what does he provide? What can he give them?
2: All right, I'm going to set a little teaser for next Tuesday because I, I, I need to watch more of him again. I, I watched a lot of him back in the day. I need to see what he looks like now. They're saying he's 6'11". I saw anything from 6'9 to 6'11". Now everybody's saying 6'11". So you're seeing a 6'11 guy that, Reminds you of freaking Jared Utah. Um, okay, I like that. I'll take him. No problem. Um, yeah, so it's going to be very uh, interesting to see. And these coaches know stuff. They, I mean, they're not stupid. They've done homework. They've watched some of this film. They don't want to lose. They, they have sponsors. Like all these teams have sponsors. These sponsors don't want to look like suckers and lose. So if they're taking Nunji with the fifth pick, I mean, that's something big. And I'm going to go watch him again. But I remember liking him. But I, I do want to – I don't have to be wrong, as you know. So I, I need to look a little bit more, and then I can give you a little bit more um, opinion on how many minutes he'll get next year and what he'll look like. But like we've said, the forward position is freaking stacked, and it's just – I don't – I'm going to have to like think about how he's even going to do this. Grant, that's what I'm talking about.
1: It, 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 it's difficult, and we've tried to do it. And when you put pen to paper, it's going to be tough. We're going to allow uh, things to mature a little bit here. We're going to watch these guys play a couple of times, see some highlights, see some scores, see, uh, hopefully get over there. You said you're planning on going over. I want to do the same. And when we get past that and get to see these guys, then we can uh, maybe go back to the drawing board and see how we're going to divvy up the minutes for the Hawks this year. With that, Wolfgang, uh, we are running short on time. But uh, earlier in the show today, we are having some fun with – with baseball and baseball movies. Now, you're not a huge baseball guy, but you've watched plenty of baseball movies,
2: at least, right? Yes, I have. I have. Yes, absolutely.
1: You've seen Major League, Bull Durham, mm-hmm. League of Their Own, on and on and on. You've seen all these movies, right?
2: Yeah, League of Their Own, I wasn't a fan of. I don't know.
1: Yeah, not my favorite. Not not my Anything favorite. Anything
2: with Rosie O'Donnell in it, I just turned the channel.
1: Gotcha. Madonna wasn't doing it for you there?
2: And, uh, I don't know. I know she's like a superstar and elite of elite. Back, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's not my kind of music, but I, I respect it. I respect it.
1: Well, here's what I'm willing to, the house that I'm willing to go down on. The hill I'm going to die on. How about that?
2: Okay, let's do it.
1: My rankings, I got Bad News Bears at the top. The original, not that crappy Billy Bob Thornton stuff. No, no. <laughs> the original. All right. The okay. original. Major League 2, Sandlot 3, Field of Dreams 4, The Natural 5. So there's my top five for you.
2: And okay, Bad News Bears, um, yet Field of Dreams third?
1: Fourth, fourth, behind the Sandlot Four. in Major League.
2: Oh, stop it. Stop it.
1: I, it's, I, I like those movies so, more. I like so those movies saying, more.
2: This is where we're going. Is this where we're going? Field of Dreams is overrated. Is that no, what no, you're
1: no, saying? No, no, no. Field of Dreams is fine. Anybody, if you want to argue it as the best, fine. I got no problem with that. The worst baseball movie, worse than Rookie of the Year, Little Big League, Fever Pitch, League of Their Own, The Scout, <laughs> Eight Men Out, I oh, we go down this list all day long, okay. is Bull Durham. Bull Durham is a garbage, garbage
2: movie. It is you know awful. like when the put picture puts on women's underwear or what did he do put it's on a so bad. I don't even know any of those sexual clothing. So I, I don't even I know nothing about that. I'm, I'm a boring man. I guess I don't I don't wear women's underwear. Can I say that live on the on the air? No, Can no I just say funny. that right now. I, I, I do not wear women's underwear. I'm just, I'm going to say that right now, and you won't find a picture of me.
1: It's a chick flipped. Trying to masquerade as a baseball movie. It's awesome. awful. Susan Sarandon is not my
2: cup of tea. She kind of looks good, though. Uh, I thought she kind of looked good.
1: uh, I don't know. I'm not saying
2: she's top 10, top 100, top 1,000.
1: Tim Robbins can't throw a baseball. He looks like a goober out there. As good as Costner is, this is a terrible baseball movie. It's a chick flick. It's not a baseball movie. Get out of here. Much like I can't put in the top ten, though, the baseball scenes are great in uh, for love of the game because it's too much of a chick flick in there. Same thing here. Same thing here. This is a chick flick. This is not a baseball movie, and it's a bad baseball movie at that. Outside of a one-minute-and-a-half little uh, speech that's given in there by Crash Davis, this thing sucks. That's at the bottom of my baseball okay. list.
2: I won't say it sucks, but kind of like there was all, and I understand what you mean, thing. but there was also the minor league kind of slash major leagues and how do you get to it and the differences, and I'm sure there are some differences obviously like that. But I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I didn't hate it like you did. But wait, you said you had major league two?
1: Well, major league two certainly above this. No, the original major league though is second on my list.
2: Okay, got, Oh,
1: I totally got it. number got two, not, okay. not Major League Two. That, Major League Two is not bad. Major League Two is better, is it better than, than Bull
2: L- Oh, God, yes, yes. Oh, come on. When Susan um, Saran was pulling up her little, uh, come on now. Uh, I mean. Uh, gross. <laughs> I love hideous. making you uncomfortable. I love making you uncomfortable. What about, you didn't even have uh, the Robert Redford movie in there. The
1: natural? It's actually sixth. Uh, well, let, let me bring my list back up here. No, it's fifth. I had a fifth.
2: It's fifth. Okay. Jeez. I'm going to have to go now. Yeah, because I am not a huge, huge. Like, they make fun of me here because I haven't been watching movies. But uh-huh. we've been watching tons of movies lately. So, like, I would say, like, three, four times a week we're going to watch a movie. And so I'm going to be catching up with these. So I'm going to watch. Which one of these baseball movies should I watch first?
1: Hmm. The original Bad News Bears.
2: Bad News Bears, the original, okay. You will be
1: a shock for a movie that I believe was was rated PG back in the 70s. The things that are said, the things that are talked about, (laughs) it is an incredible movie. Incredible. There is not a way in the world you could get away with the things that were said (laughs) in that movie today.
2: Like back in the day when you hear uh, Mickey Mouse and Goofy say racist things.
1: Yes, yes, it's... (laughs) It is incredibly shocking. So, so there's your uh, weekend. If you're looking for a movie with the kids, uh, well, probably with the kids, you don't want to do quite that one.
2: We would want to do definitely Bull Durham. Bad News Bears would be great. Um, yeah, you might want to be. Dr- how,
1: how young the kids we talking about here for Bad News Bears? Uh we got three and nine. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. It's. I I remember the first time I'd watched it in a long time. It was with my nephew, who's now. Uh, over in college at Bradley, but uh, watching it when he was probably ten or eleven, I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. So I'm like, oh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's, he loves baseball. This will be awesome. And then you're hearing them say things that make me blush.
2: It's <laughs> I would say, but, he, but even even the nine year old isn't gonna like Bull Durham. Isn't gonna like the Robert Redford movie. Isn't gonna like Major League. Uh, Major Field League might be a good one. Major League, yes, I can see a nine-year-old liking that and bad news pairs. I can, I can see that. Rookie of the Year, um,
1: where the kid you know, hurts oh, yeah. his arm and, and becomes a pitcher for the Cubs.
2: All right, let me write that one down. Yes, that, I've seen a little bit of that. That, that one's a good
1: one. Little Big League, where uh, the kid uh, becomes the manager of the Twins. I just like that because of the Twins connection. It's, <laughs> it's a pretty bad movie, to be honest. I, I had okay. it probably higher just because of the Twins connection than it should be. But, yeah, I, I think Rookie of the Year, go with that one. That, that'll that be the one that they uh, they get a kick out of. It's very kid-friendly. And you get a little baseball here on a hot, hot summer afternoon. How about that?
2: So do you think you think I'm being biased here, which I could be. I openly admit I could be biased because I don't think Field of Dreams is going to stick to my 9-year-old. Maybe it will. Yeah. But when they, the time. whole it's not heaven, it's Iowa thing, do mm-hmm. you think I'm being biased here? Yes, And maybe yes, uh, yes, amping yes, that, that sucker up more than it should be.
1: Yep, you are. You are. And I do that okay. as well. I do that, but I know I'm doing that when it happens. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wolfgang, you have a good weekend, my friend. Uh, Good talking with you, as always. We're going to hear some reports Sunday, what's happening in the PTL. We will converge next week, and that means we'll be even closer to uh, college football season.
2: Love it. It's coming. Thanks, Trent.
1: That is Wolfgang with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. And that will do it. We are out of time for today. Jimmy B and TC Brinson, he's already off, as we love to say, doing Jimmy B things. We put a cap on things here. Hope you have a good weekend. We will be back at it on Monday. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Have a good weekend, everybody.